Hi, welcome back everyone. So this is Daniel. Um, as I should always mention, and as you should know as well, um, everything discussed in this podcast is for your entertainment and possibly for your tips and learning and all whatnot. But usual case, if you're not in that position to think for yourself, you should always find a financial advisor. It's always recommended um, to really analyze your own situation and go, what can I learn and what do I need someone to advise me on? Where do I lack knowledge in? Um, I always advise learning first and then going for the help. Um, As I mentioned in the other podcasts, you know, if you go to someone for help, it's always it's always very helpful for that person to know that you've tried and that's the biggest point of all all right so let's go on to today's topic like investing is usually very concentrated in different strategies so you can only start defining your strategy when you have um, an idea of all the companies you want to invest uh, invest in all right so when we look at the type of companies that are available, there is generally six type of companies. Um, so we'll look at like slow growers. So what kind of companies are slow growers? They tend to be companies that are quite established. Um, say if we think about, say Starbucks or McDonald's, they're quite established, but they're still growing, but they're not growing substantially quick. Um, so we'd call those slow growers. And I mean, there's good strategy to do, to invest in those ones because they're quite established um, and have proven a very consistent track record to continuously grow. Um, so the second type of companies are stalwarts. So stalwarts are companies that generally they do something that's very useful but there's not really much room to grow but there's really not much competition trying to drive away or take away their business um so usually something like um power companies comes to mind they might have a certain power station in a certain area where they supply power to everyone in that area but since power stations can be quite expensive to build they may just concentrate in that area or maybe the population isn't big enough to grow outwards so you're not really supplying more power to more people but each year you have a certain amount of revenue that you gain and certain amount of profits that you earn. So you don't grow, um, So, but they make really good dividend earners. So if you think about um, people who are just looking for an income lifestyle, um, say you're retired, you don't want to risk it on anything too risky. So you think about, oh, what kind of company will give me a, a good dividend return Um, And that's really stable and usually stalwarts are that kind of company that you're looking for Um, So that works in the strategy, but um, it depends on what kind of situation you are in Um, So Next the third one is fast growers. So fast growers are really advised for people who have a high risk appetite They're willing to wait a long much longer time frame um, so really don't advise going to fast growers unless you're willing to really give it time. Um, like you need to be able to 
understand how companies grow and develop or else you can lose quite a lot of patience of these especially when they're using a lot of money um, their share price is normally very volatile um, so you really have to think about it before you do it um, but the returns can be quite good um, so it really depends on you assessing your situation and going do I want to diversify a bit of my portfolio for companies that grow a bit faster so I can get a higher return um, but with the idea that risks can be quite high um, so fast growers um, they can be in yeah every single category usually quite innovative categories say if you look at Tesla um, for the last year they increased their revenue by 100% so you don't see a stalwart or a slow grower increasing their revenue by 100% so that's what we start classing as fast growers companies for me it's usually companies growing at 25% or above um, because I mean if it's growing slower than that it's it's a big question of is it really a fast grower um, and it's also a big question of hey it's growing very quick um, but how quick and is it making a loss because if you think about a company that can grow from five million dollars to ten million dollars but it's losing twenty million dollars um, you've got to consider how fast that revenue have to grow before it starts to break even on that loss and during that time it will use a large amount of cash and at the minute the company can't raise cash it's gone it's dead so you really have to assess in that situation of what situation and what stage are you getting into this company like it could be a really good idea um, but it has to be at the right time as well so usually I try to time this at the time at the stage for these companies of when their um, losses are starting to reduce down right to the point of break-even that's a sweet spot because once those profits roll in then the share price does phenomenally well um, so you don't always have to take the most risks by trying to get in too early sometimes it's all right to let the stock run a bit because and let the company perform a bit as well um, and then hopping in when it's at a much safer stage so that you reduce your risk all right um so we've got the fourth type which is cyclicals those companies are generally they, they do well in certain periods and then they don't do too well in other periods say so like you think about airlines when the economy is performing really well people have money to fly instead of driving or taking a bus um so when you think about cyclicals they are probably something that you want to time well when when you see things like the economy performing well you think oh if the economy is performing well people can afford more in tourism they can afford a more luxury transport um, so that's where airlines is probably one of the ones that comes to mind um, but there are plenty more like you can think about cars as being very cyclical when people have money they want to buy more cars when they don't they don't want to um, so car sales tend to drop during sessions and they tend to constantly rise leading up to a big boom um, so what's the fifth the fifth um, they're turnaround companies so 
a turnaround company it can look like a very cyclical company um, but generally it's not been influenced by the same factors entirely it's a company that might have had a rough patch maybe they didn't make the right decisions they chose wrong investments or the products they were doing um, just went out of favor and then they're looking at a way to get back into the game um, so for me this can be quite a dangerous one because a lot of turnarounds they look like they're doing the starting turnaround and a lot of people get into it and then it takes a turn for the worse um, so usually you want to consider like like all companies consider what stage of that turnaround are they in are they showing quite a good consistent turnaround are they good, showing that improvement that you need to see um, over a certain period of time um, so it's it's great to really pick the bottom but for turnarounds picking the bottom can be quite dangerous um, and if you're trying to get into a good company like just just as it comes round that corner and then comes up a bit and then you get you, you buy into that situation where the company's proven that it can perform quite well over two three years um, then yeah I wouldn't be too worried about that one um, but yeah I think you have to assess every turnaround individually and go uh, what's what's the upside versus the risk that I'm taking to get into this um, so the last one's an asset play so are asset plays good uh, it can depend like these days a lot of companies aren't that asset heavy a lot of it is based online it's on technology um, or they could have a lot of property plant and equipment which is just in a sense machinery um, which it may not be worth much or um, so it, it depends that, that one has to be assessed quite diligently you can get a company that might own a building that hasn't been revaluated in a long time and may not be performing well and then all of a sudden people go hey um your company is worth 10 million dollars but the building it's worth 20 million then you can go oh i will buy into that stock with the hope that maybe one day they will sell that building because that building's worth more than the business itself and that can happen but it doesn't always happen um, or in some cases that I've seen is companies that have more cash than the market value though when considering that situation like having more cash than market value it just still depends on how well you use that cash because even though you have more cash than your market value just the wrong manager they'll just spend that cash and over a whole you know a year or two they could have less cash than they have in market value so that one you have to take with a grain of salt like if they have like 50% more cash than their market value then yeah yeah that's definitely good to hop in um but yeah like asset plays were big during uh Benjamin Graham's time which is Warren Buffett's mentor um but now they're not they're not as clear they're not as easy to find um, just because everyone's so diligent 
and there's all these computer metrics to find that that there's no longer this inefficiency about it about stock prices versus assets um, there are still those opportunities but they're not as clear-cut um, but yeah in the end um, I think the first ones that I mentioned they're probably the ones that you're going to aim for when you have your strategies the last two are probably more unique in how you um, take that approach and I think it takes a lot of experience in turnarounds and, as- and asset plays um, set the calls generally are all right you just have to know when you're in a recession and when you're hitting when the economy is picking up in certain areas um, so yeah I think fast growers stalwarts and slow growers they're probably the strategy you're aiming for and then I guess you have to assess your own situation and go what kind of companies should I be aiming for and then start planning your strategy from that all right well I think I've probably gone a bit longer than usual as well um, so until next time good luck investing bye